that? Nothing. I fucked up. No, no, you fucked up. <laughs> what? What are you watching? No, I <laughs> should. The, the TV, biggest the slut in the world. When you turn off the TV, when you turn off the TV, <laughs> it comes on with the last thing that was on, and it was like my wife was watching Pornhub. that 365 show. Uh, mm-hmm. you, gotta turn on, you gotta turn off the Pornhub, dude, before we yeah. start the podcast. <laughs> you, have, you haven't seen that 365? 365 now. What is it? No. It's on it's on Netflix. It's basically it's basically uh pornography, dude. Okay. It sounded like it. No, 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 really like Go the very on. first scene the, the very first scene is like a dude and a chick doing a 60 action, bro. Hmm. And you can actually you see you can actually <laughs> see Shafty poop. Really? I kid you not. On Netflix? On ne- dude, on Netflix and there's Damn. a thumb in the in there, bro. He's working it. <laughs> in the what? Go ahead and say it. In the asshole? In the vajazel. In the vajazel. Vajazel. Interesting. Hmm. So you see like is there like a camera inside the snatch showing you what's going on on the inside? <laughs> uh, uh. No, bro, it's like a it's funny because they're on a bed, they're laying down on a bed, and it's like a, a camera on the ceiling looking down, and she's like fucking just going to work on the fucking what? shaft, and he's got his finger all up in her fucking puss. You know you're watching it right now. I'm definitely watching it right now. My girl's probably going, I thought you were doing a podcast on MMA. Ask your girl, Mike, if she's heard of that. She hasn't, I guarantee it, but she's going to once we watch this tonight. After I end the show, <laughs> wrapping the show up now. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I'm leaving all this in. Um, <laughs> that was the weirdest intro to the show ever. What's up, gold belts and glory? We're gonna be doing a UFC 251 preview show. I got Coach Rich Trevino and Ryan Gosling with an N, not a G. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Only took five or six shows, but yeah. you got it, Mike. No. <laughs> Zombie Greg may or may not be coming on. We'll, we'll see how that goes uh, later on. Um, anyhow, we'll start off with uh, shooting the news. Uh, the first thing before we get to like the main story, which t- will tie into the UFC uh, 251 uh, preview. Frankie Munoz, or I'm sorry, Frankie Edgar was supposed to fight Pedro Munoz. That fight is now off because Pedro Munoz has COVID. COVID, yep. Um, let's see. I think that that one, and then the other one we're going to talk about last are the only two so far that have been affected by that, right? Yes, yeah. uh, Burns and Burns and Munoz. Yeah. Um, and then we got Greg Hardy is going to be fighting... Uh, shit, what the hell is that guy's name? Is it Roundtree? Yeah, Khalil Roundtree? Yeah. Not Khalil, that's a... Is it Khalil? It's something, Roundtree. Yeah. I think Khalil Roundtree is a fucking football player. 
Well, whoever he is, he's moving up from 215 uh, or 205 to heavyweight. No, it is. It is Khalil. Khalil. Okay. okay. Uh, how do you guys see that one going? You think Hardy's going to get knocked the fuck out? Um, I sure hope so. Me too. But every time you think this guy... Yeah. Fucking tongue-kissing Samoans. Okay, we're back. <laughs> you might have to so, edit that, Mike. No, that's okay. Uh, we'll just leave people in the dark for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is a move up to heavyweight for Roundtree, so... Um, a decent test. I mean, Hardy's been tough, you know? Yeah, I think Roundtree is obviously a, a more skilled fighter, but... Hardy is just like a freak athlete, you know? Right. Every time you think he's going to lose, he fucking gets a W. Absolutely. You um, know, it's funny. It's funny. Every time I see... Every time I see um, Hardy, I feel like he's cocky and like an asshole. Mm-hmm. But, then, but then he speaks, you know, to Joe Rogan or whoever, and he's like a nice guy. Yeah. Besides so, his... Uh, other stuff he well, did. Oh yeah, besides the other side. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, like, like I always, like, I always want to hate him, and then he starts to talk after, like, after he calms down, and then he's like a, like a legit dude. He can speak well. He doesn't. He, he, you know, he seems like a legit dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know. Um, I know Khalil Roundtree does have. The better, um, the better, uh, you know, more better fight skills. Yeah, skill yeah. set. Yeah, better fights, better skill set. But it'll be a good thing for Hardy to see where he's really at because I don't think he's really ever been tested in a real, real MMA fight with a real legit MMA artist. Yeah, I agree. Oh. But he's going to be the bigger guy here too, so. He's going to have a little bit of an advantage in that aspect of it. Doesn't he have to cut to make heavies, Greg Hardy? Mm, I don't know. But it's that's because he's a beastie. He's not because he's DC. No, no yeah. No. <laughs> Dude is a no, beast. No, he's, yeah. he's definitely a beast. Yeah. Like Brock Lesnar cuts to make 265, but he's a fucking animal. Right. Not even a question. Yeah. 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 So. He, he has to cut weight just to start cutting weight, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, um, he just has to cycle off. That's all. <laughs> so, the, the biggest news um, that's got, I'll speak for myself here, but I think I can speak for all of us, really putting Saturday's fight card over the top for one of the best fight cards in years. Yep. Um, so Gilbert Burns is out of UFC 251 because he tested positive for COVID. Uh then some whispers began that the UFC was now negotiating with Massaball. Um, Hell yeah. There was some other talk that they were going to have Colby Covington step in. He was saying that he was going to step in, which I think was his bullshit talk. Um, he said he, w- he would, but yeah, I guess they denied him. Ariel Hawani was all of a sudden saying that there's a clear pathway to this fight happening. And I don't know if we didn't want to believe it because we've seen this kind of thing happen before and it just, it didn't pan out. And then Uh all of a sudden we have the announcement that they've agreed to terms. 
Um, Masvidal and Usman flew to Vegas for their first of three COVID tests they have to pass before this fight happens. Um, they, passed, they each passed the first one, hopped on a plane to Abu Dhabi. They're now on Fight Island. Uh, I think they have to do another COVID test when they get there and then one before they weigh in or after they weigh in. So we have a new main event now for UFC 251, which is the, the, the fight we've all been wanting to see. Yep. The story's there. The beef is there. Uh, we all thought Massival was the rightful number one contender uh, to the belt. Um, yeah, I would say him or Edwards, but yeah, definitely he's got the hype behind him. Yeah. Uh, he's so, been on a tear lately, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think about as far as uh, just the logistics of getting this deal done? We'll start with you, Ryan. Man, I, I think it's awesome that they got it done. I mean, this is the fight, like you said, everyone wanted to see. Um, I'm just hoping that they pass all those tests and, and you know, we actually get to see this fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's real ballsy by Gamebred to take this fight on a, on a six-day notice. But um, I think he's ready, too. So, I, I, you know, I don't know if that's going to be an excuse if he loses. I mean, he's, he's ready. He's ready to go. But then – Pulling this fight off is is awesome. It's fucking total win for everybody. Mm-hmm. Rich? So I agree with everything you guys said. Um, I think the other side to it is that uh, Masvidal was kind of listening and hearing what, like, Chael Sonnen was saying was like, dude, just fucking fight. You'll get your money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll get, you know, he, he was all holding out for, you know, renegotiating his contract and, you know, all this kind of other shit where, where before he would have just fought because he loved fighting and Mm -hmm. now he's, his name is kind of out there. Right. So he's, he's like, well, my name's out there. Everybody wants to see me fight. I want fucking more money. And Dana White's like, bitch, stop it. It can't, no, Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. Like Mm -hmm. you signed a contract, take this fucking money or whatever. And then these guys were holding out a lot of them. And uh, asking for more money and shit like that. So I think that um, Masvidal finally, uh, I'm sure he got more money than what he was on his contract. But I think he finally said, you know what? What the fuck am I doing? I'm being a fucking prima donna. Mm. I'm a fucking fighter. Let's go to the backyard and let's fucking tear it up. Well, uh, well, he said he didn't get what he wanted, but he got close. So it was close enough for him. Yeah. But he also said that he's not going to take like, fights for less than what he's worth. You know, I mean, the guy's been fighting for a long time. So, I mean, it's only uh, fair that he gets paid, you know, I think, anyway. That hype video I sent you guys for this fight um, was – it got me fucking pumped up, dude. And then if you see – if you follow the journey of Jorge Massival and where he started – Fighting in backyards with Kimbo Slice. It's awesome. Uh, to where he is now, um, it's taken this long to get there. You know, he had to rebuild himself um, after he lost to uh, Wonder Boy. Um, and pretty much he's been on a tear since then. Mm-hmm. Knocking out Darren Till, knocking out Ben Askren in an amazing fashion, um, dominating Nate Diaz. Um uh, it's it's going to be an, an incredible end of this journey if he can pull this off. So let's let's break down UFC 251. 
we'll start with the main event and we'll work down from there. Uh, so you got, again, Jorge Masvidal challenging Kamara Usman for the UFC welterweight championship. Usman is 16-1. and one. Jorge Masvidal is 35-13. and 13. Uh, Rich, how do you see this playing out? Uh, I see uh, Kamara Usman wrestling the fuck out of this guy, ground and pounding him, treating him like he did Tyron Woodley. Um, unless Masvidal can keep it on the feet, he could probably knock him out or stun him, stun him around mm-hmm. and um, make him realize that he doesn't want to be on his feet, make him take a dumb shot maybe or, or something like that and crack him with a fucking knee coming up. Um, I think if Kamaru Usman sticks to the game plan and takes this guy down in ground and pounds, I think it's Usman uh, 100%. Oh, Ryan. Um, I think Masvidal has more experience. He's been in more fights, been in more wars. Um, and I think I, I, I'd like him to win this fight. Um, I, I know Usman, Usman can, like, out-wrestle him and manhandle him, but I'm hoping he takes this fight like he fought Kobe. You know, maybe he'll take it personal because there's been a lot of beef between them. So if he tries to keep it standing, I think he's going to get – Knock the fuck out. <laughs> well, the, the point that I was making when we were talking, I think I've talked to you and Rich off mic. I don't think Usman is going to stand in there and bang with Masvidal because fighting somebody like Colby, you can kind of do that because Colby Covington's kind of got pillow hands. You know, he hit Robbie Lawler 698,000 times <laughs> and he never even, <laughs> you know, he really didn't do much damage to him. So it's all volume. No substance. With Masvidal, he's got that knockout power. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see Usman being that kind of fighter that's going to take a chance like that with somebody like this. So I see this fight going the same way Rich just said. I think he's going to pressure him. He's going to push him against the cage. When it's there, he's going to do the takedowns, and he's just going to smother this motherfucker. And I think Usman is just infinitely stronger than um, Masvidal at this point. And I do mm-hmm. think it hurts um, – Masvidal taking this fight on short notice, you know, he said he wasn't really training. I think he said he was training three days a week. He wasn't sparring. He wasn't wrestling. He's just weightlifting. He's got to cut 20 pounds now in five days, which is – do you think that's a tough cut, Rich, in five days? Um, I, I know it's a tough cut in five days. Um, but – and this is what me and you talked about, like uh, – Masvidal would have never taken the fight if he wasn't fucking ready. Mm, what I yeah. think, what I think is, I think he's just kind of saying stupid shit to throw them off. And this motherfucker's been training. I'm telling you, bro. Like a yeah. guy like that, it's possible. A guy like yeah. that, yeah. A guy like that is training his fucking ass off, bro. He's not, he's not fucking taking days off and and uh, you know doing shit like eating McDonald's and shit like that. This motherfucker's training. Yeah, he's he is. Down. Haven't you seen his videos? <laughs> <laughs> well, he does eat McDonald's, but yeah, I, I no. think he's been training. But I also think the twenty pounds is not that big of a deal. I think ten pounds, seven to ten pounds is water weight. If well, he hasn't been training that hard, so and then the rest is like what ten to thirteen pounds in five days. I think he can. Stone Ryan, issue. he's gonna lose ten just walking off the plane in Abu Dhabi because I heard it's one hundred three <laughs> degrees at Damn. ten o'clock at night out there. So. Yeah. There's that um, thing. And then, you know, it's funny. I was watching him with an interview. I think I told you guys this. He's telling Ariel Hawani, 
I, you know, if I was fighting Ben Askren or Nate Diaz, you know, I would need a full camp. But, you know, this bum, <laughs> I could just walk out in the hallway and break his face. That's awesome. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. If he gets under his skin and, and that fool wants to, like, just exchange blows with him, he's he's going to be in trouble. These two for sure don't like each other. They had that, that showdown at the uh, Super Bowl weekend. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. The beef has been there this whole time. So it, it, it's really exciting, dude, that this fight is taking yeah. place. I mean, it almost feels like the animosity is – it's not on the level of Connor and Khabib, but it's a few steps below that, you know. But the yeah. beef is high. The, the tension is high. Um I love it, dude. I, I really love that there's more than just the belt on the line going into this. You know what I mean? Let me, let me say one more thing about this. I don't think that Masvidal takes a fight. He don't think he can absolutely win. Yeah. Sure. Or and, be competitive and, and, in. Right, exactly. Yeah. Be, at, yeah. least be, at least be super competitive. Mm-hmm. But I really, truly believe that he really thinks he's going to fucking beat this guy in stunning fashion mm-hmm. and that's why he's so fucking confident that's what he um, does though <laughs> i mean i mean you have to you ha- to a certain extent right you have to be that way you have to be like a little cocky confident mm-hmm. type thing but mm-hmm. i really really truly believe like like he's going into that fight like i know this guy has nothing for me you know mm-hmm. what i mean so that's why mm-hmm. i think he took it on a short notice and yeah. that's why i think he's really talking the shit that he is because like he said, like Ben Askren has nothing for me, and he fucking knocked him out in three point two seconds in reverse. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And well, then, I just think this guy is a wily veteran, bro. Like he's got tricks for days. This guy ain't gonna be like he has twice as many fights as Usman, so it's not gonna be like he's gonna bully him around. I don't think. Right. But you know that's my opinion. Um. Yeah, I mean. I just think Usman's too too strong for him, but I don't know. I, I could be dead wrong on this. Um, again, it's going to be an interesting fight. I, I love – I'm really loving to see what happens here. Um, Fuck yeah. It's it's going to be awesome, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, really and, and you can't forget how gorgeous Usman's six-pack is. <laughs> let's, let's make that important, yes. Yeah, let's, I mean, <laughs> how can you forget that? That goes without you know, saying, you, right? You yeah. know I got to throw that in at least 100%. Uh, okay, so the co-main uh, for the featherweight championship, Alexander Volkanovsky, the champion, at 21-1, and one, and he is defending against the man he beat for this title, Max Holloway, at 21-5. and five. This is a rematch. I just watched this fight back. Um, mm-hmm. I, do we all agree that Volkanovski beat Holloway in the last fight? Oh, yes. 100%. Yeah, I yeah. do. How I do think Max the- was winning the – like he, he started to come on in the la- later rounds. Yeah. But I still think uh, Volkanovski, he won that fight for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We'll start with Ryan. How do you see this fight shaking out? I see a very similar fight, but I think this time I think Holloway's going to come out the victor. Um, just I think he – I don't know if he – it didn't seem like he was ready for Volkanovski. You know, like he was – He underestimated him? He might have. Uh, you know, it looked like that way. But, I mean, Volkanovski, he showed up, man. He He came to fight, and he was no joke. He put the pressure on him, and it took him out of, uh, you know, blessed – 
game. But I mm-hmm. think this time he's going to be prepared, and I think he's going to get the, the W this time. Mm-hmm. Rich, what do you think? Uh, Ryan, this is the best thing of what I love about you. I'm going to completely disagree. Okay, great. <laughs> I, I think fucking Volkanovski's pissed because everybody said – and they're not saying it, but the what interviews I heard from him, it's like these motherfuckers think that I'm fake. Like this, this was a fluke. Right. I think he's going to fucking come and beat the fuck out of Max Holloway and put and put him in the shadow room, bro. I, I love Max Holloway. I really do. I want him to win. Mm-hmm. But Volkanovski is just too much for him. Uh, he has the athleticism. He has the speed. He has the power. He has all-around MMA skills. And he's, the, and he's the fucking bigger guy, dude. Yeah. When when you have all of that and you're the bigger guy mm-hmm. and you got a gas tank, I just yeah. think the more powerful guy just is going to take it, dude. I mean, he was 225, 230 pounds playing fucking rugby for the national fucking Australian team or wherever the fuck yeah. he's from. Yeah, it, that's I mean, bro, that's a mean, dude. Uh, talking about Volkanovski, everybody's like, oh, Joe Rogan said he was 385 pounds. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, when he was playing rugby, and the oh, number Joe Rogan, keeps going up. Yeah, Joe Rogan said he was 480 pounds. And he's playing rugby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny, but um, dude, if you if you if you sorry, Mike, if you um if you Google uh, Volkanovski and then his his pictures of when he was playing rugby, mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. fucking lower half is incredible, dude. He has the biggest fucking legs. Mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but I think Holloway is a more skilled uh, stand-up fighter, and he has a longer reach, and I think he's going to utilize it this time more and keep him well, at bay and just pick I him hope, apart. I hope he does, but I think Volkanovski just fucking fucks him up. That first fight, that's what Volkanovski did a lot of, was kick those legs. Yeah. Um, I'm with Rich on this. I expect Volkanovski to come out here and make a statement I think uh, it's his time. I think he's on the way up. And I think he's got a lot to prove. And like Rich said, a lot of people have been calling this kid a fluke and, you know, thinking he just, you know, it was just his night that night, but he's not the better fighter. And I think he's hungry and he's got a lot more to prove than Holloway at this point. So I expect him to retain his title. By decision or what do you guys think? I think he knocks him out. Wow. I'm going for the knockout on this. I'm going TKO. I'm going TKO ref stoppage or because he's getting his ass fucking whooped or yeah. he's going to knock him out. Yeah. Bantamweight uh, title fight. This is the uh, vacant title. You've got number three, Peter Yan at 14-1, taking on number six, who's just coming off of a loss, even though a lot of people don't think he lost that fight. Jose Aldo. 28 and six. At one point, Jose Aldo was one of the greatest of all time. Uh, I guess we'll find out if he still has until, it. Until, until what, Mike? Until what? Until he until lost what? in a few seconds, but he didn't get a, a rematch, even though he won like ten years in a row. Uh, he didn't uh, get an instant rematch. Until who knocked him? That's kind of funny, though, right? Until who knocked him the fuck out? Somebody say it. I don't want, I'm not going to say it. Say it. Uh, That's your lover. Go ahead. Say it. it. Please, somebody tell me who the fuck knocked out the greatest 
whoever bantamweight motherfucker on the planet ever in fucking 10 seconds somebody just say his name for me because i'm not gonna say it all right i'll say it connor fucking mcgregor uh-huh. yeah nobody was even getting close to this fucking jose aldo and mcgregor just fucking slapped him around uh well it was one lucky punch but yeah how is it lucky what did he say bro precision, when a fight precision beats ends speed like that this bullshit bro Knocked him the fuck out, bitch. Hey, let, let me just tell you this. How come he didn't get a rematch after that? Even <laughs> though say this. he won say 10 this. years in a row, not under, you know, undefeated, and he doesn't get a rematch? Come on. If you watch it frame by frame, like I did, in slow-mo. A hundred times. Which I've done. Yeah. With his, uh-huh. with his dick in his hand. Yeah. Definitely with my dick in my hand. <laughs> he, Aldo throws the first punch. Conor McGregor slaps it down mm-hmm. and fucking socks his dick off <laughs> and fucking Shadow Realm City. <laughs> fucking Shadow Realm. Uh-huh. The fucking guy thought he was back in Brazil, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He thought he, he was did. in fucking Brazil. He didn't know where the fuck he was. And then Conor McGregor being the fucking man that he is, he goes, I actually felt bad for the fucking guy. We should have gone longer. <laughs> Well, then he should have gave him a rematch. Why? When you knock somebody out in fucking 1.3 seconds. That's what? like a fluke, bro. That's a fluke. Okay. And, and, and uh, Cerrone was a fluke, too? Stop, Ryan. You're Cerrone okay. is retired already. Or uh, should be. After he lost to Connor. See ya. All right. Oh, God. So, moving on from Connor and his greatness. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Do we think Aldo can beat Peter Yan? Peter Yan's been on fire. Let's 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 keep it real here, and you know, it's you know it's definitely between him and Aljamain Sterling. You know who who probably should he probably should have been fighting for this title to be honest. But um, hell yeah. Uh, how do we see this one shaking out? I I got Peter Yan all the way. I think. I think he. I wouldn't be surprised if he knocks him out in the first round. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Peter Yan is an up-and-coming fighter, and Aldo's on his way out. You yeah. know, it's kind of opposite of, of two fighters, and I mm-hmm. think Peter Yan is going to be way too much for him. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be – I think he's going to make quick work of him. Rich? So I got Peter uh, Yan. We're all in agreement here. I think Peter Yan is going to fucking three-piece him in a soda like Masvidal. <laughs> uh, it's, I, I just don't see – the only way I see uh, Aldo not getting knocked out is if he fucking runs around for mm-hmm. three rounds or four, five rounds, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and yeah. he doesn't get fucking hit because he's running away and picking and choosing his shot, which would be smart against a superior boxer, a younger guy, a, a fucking faster guy, a probably mm-hmm. a more powerful guy. Uh, Jose Aldo is – I mean – not to go back to the Conor McGregor, but once you get knocked out like that in devastating mm. fashion, then you get mm. knocked out by Max Holloway twice. Yeah. You know, you got to think about where your life is going. You had 10 years, you were on the top, you know, and you're right, Ryan, I just like fucking with you, but you're right. He should, he probably should have got an immediate rematch with Conor McGregor. But after that, he did, you know, he fought Max Holloway and he it just kept going down and yeah. down and down. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's a sad thing to see a champion go out like that because he was such a champion and such a fucking staple for the sport. I mean, 
in my opinion, he was probably the face of the UFC at that time. He was dominant. And, I mean, nobody was fucking – his fucking leg – dude, he would run across the cage and jump and run and kick you in the fucking leg. I mean, the guy was a fucking monster, dude. But yeah. after, after taking devastating losses like that, I think Peter Young pieces him up, and it's a fucking game over for that guy. Yeah, yeah. you know, this is the seven-year anniversary. I sent it to Ryan of um, Silva. Oh, yeah. You're, he, You know, he – or I don't know how long the anniversary is to this, but he had been on a run for seven years, kind of like this. And uh, it was he was doing that shit where he puts his arms down and tries to do the fucking rope-a-dope. Like, uh, yeah, his shoulders, like, shake or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And he just gets <clears throat> knocked out, dude. <laughs> like Chris yeah, I remember, I remember that watching that fight, dude. With the wins. Oh, yeah. I and forgot about that, smooches. but I remember the fight. I remember watching that fight and – it yeah. was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I definitely remember that French kiss. <laughs> but yeah, I love the way he knocked him out. Like his head even, his head even went like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was out. And then cold he just too. fucking fell down. Yeah. We have a women's strawweight fight. Um, I'm pretty sure this is a title eliminator. I think the winner of this gets uh, Wei Li Zhang next. Uh, Jessica Andrade, 20-7, and seven, taking on Rose Namanunez, Thug Rose, 9-4. and four. She's coming back after really a devastating loss to Jessica Andrade because Jessica Andrade pretty much picked her up and slammed her on her neck, and I thought Rose was dead. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you <laughs> that know, was that, scary. that was the end of that. And she hasn't fought since. She's had some relatives lose their lives to COVID, I believe. Um so this yeah. is kind of a big return for her. Uh, let's start with you, Ryan. How do you how are you gonna shake this one out? Well, yeah, I mean Rose has been off for I think fourteen months or something like that. So and then all her personal stuff going on. If she can put that aside, I, I think she can win this fight. Uh, um, I think the fight, the first fight, was really competitive, mm-hmm. and she was doing really well, mm-hmm. except you know, and then. She went to take her down, and she went for the um, – I think she went for a Kimura. And then um, Andrade noticed it, and she fucking just slammed her on her head, and, you know, that was game over. Yeah. So, you know, it, I'm not going to say it was like a fluke thing, but it it was like I think Rose could have won that fight if that didn't happen, mm-hmm. you know. So I think she's going to win this time. Rich? Uh, I agree with Ryan, um, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, uh, Thug Rose is a superior MMA artist. Yeah. She beat the fuck out of Joanna Young Jacek. Oh, she fucked her up. She fucked her up. And at that time, Joanna was like, like she likes to say, like the fucking boogeyman or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. Yeah. So like, like she was unstoppable. She was a beast. And when, um, Thug Rose's brain is in the right place. No one can fucking stop her, dude. I mean, like, even that fucking stare down where, where uh, Joanna was putting her fucking fist right on her nose, and mm-hmm. Thug Rose was just standing there like, "Bitch, I'm not even paying attention to you right now." Exactly. Yeah. So I think, and I don't. I think Andrade is is good. She's like a little pit bull. I think she doesn't have a gas tank. Um, she's not. She's definitely not as um 
superior of an MMA athlete like Thug Roses. Mm-hmm. Um, she she doesn't have the ground game that Rose has. She doesn't have the striking that Rose has if her brain is right. So I'm going to go with Thug Rose if her brain is right. I'd like to see her fucking come back from this. I'd like to see her get that strap back. I think she could beat uh, – uh, what's her name? Jay Lee? Wally? Whatever. Shang Lee. I think she can beat her. <laughs> I don't know about that, dude. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm in agreement. I think this is a comeback story. Um, I think she's too skilled of a martial artist to lose again like this. Uh, I think she gets a win back here, and she goes on to fight uh, Whaley because it seems like that's what they're building to, and it seems like that's really what Dana White wants to. And the champion, she wants to fight Rose, uh, Thug Rose too. She she's already put that out there, so um, we'll see how that goes. And the last fight, which is actually the opener of the main card, Amanda Ribes at nine and one taking on Paige Instagram Van Zant at eight and four. <laughs> Look, Paige Van Zant has been demanding uh, she gets a raise. Uh, she wants more money from the UFC. She's eight and four. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she's pretty much like an Instagram uh, celebrity at this point or an influencer or whatever you want to say. Well, she even said she makes more money doing that. So it's like, why is she even still fighting then? Yeah. Just to I, keep her name out there, maybe. I okay, expect so- her to get knocked the fuck out, dude. Yeah, I agree. In the first I think round. She's, she's going to get fucked up. So it's and like I thought, a, I think cool. she's like a 900 uh, point underdog or something like that. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay, so so let's talk about the politics of this real quick, all right? So Paige Van Zandt is hot as fuck. We all know that, right? Yes. Yes. So the UFC has been using her in a lot of these things to promote the women's uh, uh, fight arena, but mm-hmm. I think they're using the sex sales uh, they concept. Are. Well, they yeah. Are. yeah. So I don't think I I, I don't want to say I know obviously because I don't, but I don't think they're compensating her for that. I just think they're saying, "Hey, come do a fucking photo shoot," and all of a sudden her shit's all over the place, and there's mm-hmm. nothing she can do about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the I mean, reason she could be eight and four, bro, but she she's is a draw. More, right? She is more than eight and four. Because her fucking picture is on the poster. When you turn on the fucking ESPN and you go onto the UFC, it's right there with her boobies out and shit. Oh yeah, and she's good to look at. So right, that, exactly. So the, she's not asking for mo- more money to fight, right? She's asking more money because you're using my fucking image, right? Right. Yeah. And you're fucking making money off me, and I'm. What are you giving me? T-shirt, t-shirt, fucking sales. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If you look at UFC. Um, women right now you got uh, for sure amanda nunez is is the face of that whole um side of the business but i would say the most recognizable number two is probably Paige van zandt and it's more because of her instagram post and less because of what she's done in the octagon right and that's kind of yeah. a shame and i mean I, I get it i understand at some there's at some point you have to market um the looks and uh the sexuality and all, all those kinds of things, right? And and I, I understand that part of it, you know. And obviously, she's going along with it to some degree, like what she does on Instagram, you know. But yeah, 
uh, is the UFC willing to pay her a shit ton of money when she's not even really a contender, you know? Yeah, That's I mean, they're not willing They're not way, willing to pay their fighters that are, you know, contenders or champions. So how, why are they going to pay her when she's just really a face? Even though they are, you know, profiting off her image. So, I mean, at, at a point, it has to be where you have substance. Like, she has to be at least winning fights or something. Like, Dude, Can you imagine <laughs> putting her in the octagon with the fucking bullet? Uh, oh, she, she or or, or Whaley. It would be a game over, dude. It'd be yeah. complete destruction. Yeah. Dude, yeah. look, so I say it almost every podcast. As you know, I coach girls wrestling, right? right? And yeah. one of our one of our biggest one of our biggest uh um ways to draw other girls in is they see our girls. Uh-huh. In in regular clothes and makeup and they're pretty and and they and they have nice bodies and they're doing these kind of things you know what I mean I don't have like we're trying to promote that because when you think of wrestling you think of stinky dirty yeah. you know you know ugly uh, black eye you know ugly your cauliflower yeah exactly <laughs> like me so but but we promote we promote you know what the girls look like off the mats mm-hmm. because in the end that's the bigger draw you get a lot more like that right so so mm-hmm. like going back to the ufc and with Paige van zandt that's exactly what it is the ufc doesn't give a fuck about Paige van zandt bro true they yeah. give a fuck about the 20 30 40 or 50 fucking women after that that say dude i look fucking hot on instagram too fuck i could probably fight too i'm gonna yeah. go fucking I'm gonna go join the fucking UFC gym and hopefully fucking get get a fight or two. That's what they want. Right. Yeah. They, they don't care about Paige Van Zant, bro. They they no. care about what she's doing right now. Kind of like Gina Carano. <clears throat> they they fucking blew her up. Right. And then and then you got like a fucking Ronda Rousey who wasn't bad to look at either. You know, but they're just using that. I mean. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I'm not trying to take anything away from the women's side because I don't want to get punched by any of those motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Uh, they fuck you up. They, they fuck me up. They fuck up. us all up. <laughs> well, I think the problem too, Rich, and, and this may speak to what you're saying as far as trying to draw women into the sport. The champions have are they're so separate from the rest of the contenders. They're so much better. The gap between champions and contenders is is really, really large on the women's side of things, you know? Yeah. And, and that's part of the problem. And, and, I mean, but you got two divisions that are held up by – I don't even think it's an argument at this point. The greatest women's fighter of all time in Amanda Nunez. No one's stopping her, dude. Um, no. Not know, even close. And then num- number two behind her, I mean, it's, the bullet is right behind her as far as her domination, yeah. you know? The only people who have really given her any problems is Nunez. And, and she gave Nunez everything she, she had to offer as well. So I think that's the concern with, with, with building this, these divisions up is that there's just such a gap between the champions and the challengers. Um, but they know they have something with Paige Van Zandt as far as drawing people in and getting eyeballs on the product because she's, she's pretty. But right. her talent doesn't match – that side of it. And that's the hard part is you're trying to market this person as a contender. Who's also pretty 
which they had that with Ronda Rousey, but until she was exposed, right? Holly Holm. Yeah, yeah Holly they had, Holm. They had it with Holly Holm. Mm-hmm. Even Holly Holm is the one that that exposed Ronda Rousey right. hard, big yes. time. Uh, but she's really good to look at, really pretty, mm-hmm. and a badass motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. Then you have fucking um, uh, Mackenzie Dern, who is that badass fucking jujitsu uh, girl that won the other the other week. Mm-hmm. She's she's on fucking Instagram and all that bullshit too, fucking looking hot as hell, you know. But these women are the ones that getting are getting promoted. <laughs> Oh man! I mean? <laughs> What's the matter, Ryan? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Just, <laughs> they're hot as hell. <laughs> hey, we're gonna, get, we're gonna get me tooed over here. No, no, no. Go, hey, you know what? If if girls are if if women are hating on Mackenzie Dern, if women are hating on Mackenzie Dern, then you hate yourself. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying we're gonna get called like sexist and all this and that, but no, it's the truth, man. It's in today's truth. society, yes, we are. We need to get. Oh, these guys are sexist pigs talking about these women, <laughs> their looks. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, you know, uh, you know what to do in this segment of the show, Mike. <laughs> but I mean, it's true. That you know, because Paige, she's not a good fighter. Obviously, she's her record; it does not match her her fame at all. You know. Look how long we've been talking about this fucking opening contest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like yeah. we've spent almost as much time talking about this as the main event. Yeah, and we well, know no, that I, I agree it's going to be one sided. I, I agree with you, Mike. <clears throat> but it's like nobody's who's talking about this though, really. Yeah. Like nobody's even really talking about this. Like, I think these are some truths that that are out there that nobody really wants to touch on. And since sure, fucking yeah. three people are downloading our shit. Who gives a fuck, right? <laughs> yeah, true. Three I mean, people, I mean, and it's, it's I mean, us three right here. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. But I mean, I mean, hey man, like seriously, it is what it is. But then you you got the same thing. Like, why do you think they fucking are promoting Cody Garbrandt back? Because he's he's good to look at, bro. He's fucking has You're the right. tattoos. We talked about this last time. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The, the the women love that fucking guy. Yeah, and and he's a dad, and he's hopefully faithful to his wife and all that shit. So like, mm-hmm. you don't think that so many fucking women or even men are looking at this guy like fuck? That's a bad motherfucker, dude. I want Some to of that was that with Conor McGregor too, right? It was the same deal. Um, right. You you can make the argument for a lot of these guys. Um. And maybe that's why they don't push guys like Stipe because he's ugly as fuck and you can't understand a uh, he says. <laughs> but there's no denying he's he's one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. But yeah, they I think they don't promote him like that. You know what I mean? I think right. they don't promote him because he still has like a full time job, and that makes well, that the too. UFC look bad. Like, hey, we're not paying you you guys. It makes us look bad that you have to still have a full time job to and fight, which it's true. You know, it's kind of sad. That they yes. can't pay their fight, like you know, compensate their fighters. Yeah, yeah. But my point is, they they want guys who are marketable too, um, and they can look good in a suit and go on fucking Good Morning America and make a a pie with Michael Strahan or whatever the fuck they're gonna do, or be on the View having a cappuccino. Like they want those kind of guys, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
you know, and, and uh, some of these guys just don't have that. So I, I get the whole marketing point of it. But anyhow, uh, so UFC 251 is this Saturday. It's going to be a badass card. I have not looked at the prelims for this. Has anybody looked at the prelims? No. I, I kind of looked over them, but I didn't really see any names. Um, the only name that was on there was Frankie Edgar, but, he, you know, that fight's not going on. And plus, he's not – I think he's on, a, like, a three- or four-fight losing streak. I he's on the fucking prelims. He's on the prelims. What yeah. more can you say? Bro? Yeah, yeah. Who's on the prelims? Frankie Edgar. That's what – Oh, he yeah. was. Let's take a look. I think I have it right here. Uh, Maybe I don't have Why? it. Why are you looking for that? I I'm, I'm, I have this uh, uh, ESPN um, ESPN pulled up, and it says Gilbert Burns. Uh, in a, in a tweet, he said, "Finally at home, quarantined in my room, just with a heavy headache, resting and recovering." Peace sign emoji. And that was July fifth. Vulcan Azamidir is fighting Jiri Prokrasja. That's the main event, I guess, in the uh, prelims. So, in other words, nobody gives a fuck about No, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. That was um, the only name I recognized. That guy's 26 um, and 3? Yeah, but probably on some, like, no-name fight brand. Vulcan Azamidir is... <laughs> Vulcan no, the other, fucking beast, no the other guy he's fighting, Jiri Prochaska. He doesn't even have a picture on his thing, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's a default profile picture. So, come on. That tells you something right there. Uh, but did you guys hear Diaz talking shit, saying, oh, yeah, finally, this is going to be a good, actual good fight? Yeah, he's uh, talking shit on Burns, too, huh? Burns, yeah, that's Burns clapped back at him. He's basically aimed towards Burns, which... Yeah, and then Burns clapped back. Yeah. But, I mean, he's 100% right what he said, Diaz. I mean, that guy only took the fight because he was willing to take the less, the least amount of money. He he, he wasn't really deserving of the fight, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a great performance against Woodley, but I don't think that catapults you right up to the top like that. Yeah. All right, well, that should wrap things up. Anything else you guys want to add? Nope. Good to go? No, no. All right, so check us out. Facebook, Instagram, we'll be posting some shit. Uh, I know we've been getting a little lax on that, but for those of you that aren't aware, we all work at the same place, and we had a bunch of shit go down. around crazy. Ooh, around our uh, work atmosphere. We've all been working like motherfuckers, so apologies mm-hmm. to that, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep up on everything, and um, you could... Download the podcast on iTunes, on Podbean, and wherever else you can find the show. That'll do it for now. We will see you next Monday to break down UFC 251.